just before we get into everything that we're going to get into today, can I just say, my world is collapsing right now. Oh, just, I think you, it's the week. I'm, I think it's the week of collapse. I just, I feel like it's all too much. So my wife's away at the moment. Ah, <laughs> honestly, if it was, if it wasn't illegal, I'd throw my kids across the room right now. <laughs> can I, can I just say your face? Because oh, no one else can see this, but Tommy's face looks like everything is collapsing, and and he wants to chuck something across the living room, like just everything. Every, I can't explain it because if I pick, if I tell you one thing, you're like, bruh, that's just what being a dad is, and yes, part of life. a little bit more patient. Okay, so you know, coming back from school, oh, can I have a snack? Well, yeah, have a little snack because I'm going to do your dinner soon, so I don't want you to have that and then not eat your dinner. Oh, mm. yeah, hula hoops. Hula hoops aren't a snack. Hula hoops is fine. All right, have hula hoops. Then when it comes to dinner, I'm not hungry. I went, <laughs> well, that's exactly why I said it. And he goes, and I went, do you want to come out of those clothes and put on your comfy clothes? Because Milo, had, this is Logan, by the way, the younger one is five. Yeah, yeah. Milo's nine. He finishes a little bit later. So I had to go back to the school to get him, leaving him here with my mum. So I'm calling and get my mum round today. Yeah, also, because yeah. I know we're recording a podcast now yeah. at 5 p.m. Yeah. My mum's in the other room now with them. And I'm like, Honestly, this podcast now, I'm using it like it's a bunker, like there's a war. Uh, it's yeah. also a bit of therapy for you, it sounds like. Oh, I was like, I, and I've been trying to get online for five. As you know, I'm five minutes late. Yeah. But then just I'm going and go, well, and then and Milo suddenly goes, I've eaten too much. I feel sick. I went, well, he's got homework to do. <laughs> and that's his way of, he's preempting it because he knows he's got to have his homework done by the time I come out. And he's mm. going, oh. I feel a bit sick. I mean, you can be as sick as you like. Your homework's got to be done for tomorrow. So I, I said, I'll let you deal with it however you want to deal with it. He goes, well, can I watch the rest of this program? I went, yeah. I said, 15 minutes. He goes, well, there's 18 minutes left. Now, what do I do? I said, no. Go on. Go on. No. Yeah, no, actually, no, wait, 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 wait. What do, Satch, what would yes. you do? I said, quarter past five, he's got to come off and start his work. No, just but for being cheeky. Just, just, just for being cheeky, I'd say, well, that 15's gone down to 10. Oh. Wow, wow. Oh, so Go Satch, the other wants way. To, Satch wants to take it on, head on. Because, of course. Because you, you have, have to bear in mind that Tommy needs to record a podcast and you don't want a tantrum happening here because no. you need this plain sailing. So I would verge on the side of, you know what, watch the 18, but then I want your push best. Push I want right. your best 32 minutes of homework. Now, now, that's another issue, Kedge, because in general, what we're saying, and his school reports everything, is he's a coaster, he's a drifter, he's a blagger, and he thinks he can wing everything. Like, oh, no. oh, no, he's me. He's me. He thinks he can just blag his way through it. So that's an issue. And I said to him, so what I did was I went, no, you have to miss the last three minutes. Oh. And then I looked up and my good, my dad good. just turned up to back my mum up. Yeah. And they both looked at me like, what are you doing? Did you just like, say And that? I went, I wouldn't have done that. I, I, would, I would have gone, you either go, no, you're not watching any of it and you cut it. Or you're going to give him that extra three. I, then I did. I looked at my mum and dad who just looked like, what have we raised here? What are you doing? Oh, Arguing over three bless. minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, but that's, so that's went, grandparents' look, job as well, don't forget. I said, watch it. Fine. Right. Because he's watching Puss in Boots, which he loves. And then Logan, Logan loves like um, Horrid Henry or whatever. So I said, and Logan, when he finishes, you can switch to that. And right. yeah, he let him have his extra three minutes. So it's just, I don't know, this, this podcast could get interrupted at, at any moment. There you go. Okay. There you go. There's the interruption right there. Logs, come here. That's so weird. Just say hello to Ted and Satch. Because I was just talking about how lovely you are. Come here. Come and say hello to everyone. Say hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi, so Logan. Sounds... How are you? Oh, oh he's, he's head something. There you go. Right? They, guys can't, they can't see you. Right? So, is everything all right? Because I was just telling them how brilliant you've been today. Have you had all your dinner now? Almost. Almost. Okay. Are you watching Horrid Henry? No, it's Milo's time. Oh, of course. What, do, what does Milo like watching? Left. Tell him. He likes watching. What's it called? Puss in Boots. Yeah. Puss in Boots. Well, I mean. Puss in Boots. Yeah, there you go. It's just a cat who walks around in boots, isn't it? It's not very interesting, is it? No, nah. what do you prefer? The Horrid Henry and Peter Rabbit, don't you? No, just right. Peter Rabbit. Okay, cool. Yeah. You get out of here. Thanks a lot. Okay, I'll, I'll be in here the whole time. So you can go. Can you close that door behind you? Yeah, You're going to take the... Okay, there's a penguin on Mummy's desk and you want to take that? Of course you do. Are you? But I thought you were full up from your chicken and rice. All we need now, Satch, is his dad and mum and then we've got the full house bingo. I'll shout bingo. <laughs> Look at Tommy's face. Look at Tommy's face. And I'll be He's honest, rubbing his head. I'll, He's rubbing his on, head. I when put, Tommy's rubbing his head, you know it's serious. <laughs> There's a problem. I put on my I put on my nice parenting voice, like you do in public. Yeah. yeah. Because you lot are there. Yeah. yeah. But if, if you want it, I'll go. 
I'll be like, we did. No, no, we've seen, we've seen you. No, we've no, seen no. that. We've seen, oh, no. we, we, we've seen that. Anyway, shall we, now that everyone knows what everyone's going through in their days and, yeah, you know. That's, it's, that's the world. That's the world right now. But aside but from we're that. Still here, we're still here to whack something together. Yeah. And, and should, do we, do we mention the fact that we're not going to be here next week now or should we do that at the end of the podcast? We can do it at the end. That's not important. Let's, let's okay. talk about, I, let's celebrate that we are here today and we've got okay. so many things to talk about. Yes. Like, I think you've got to, well, What's going I'll on? be honest with you. I think I look well. I think I can talk. I can. I could probably go on like you uh, with regards to work and everything. But look, let's not bring that into the arena here. I think the thing that we need to bring into the arena, as Satch kind of mentioned, because Satch has been feeling a little bit under the weather the last couple of days as well, yeah. and he called a sickie at work. So again, Ooh. that's added to my stress. To, 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 but today. the thing is, it's like no, yeah. Satch. No, it has. So no, no, no. But you know, look, you know me. I'm not one to pull sickies ever no, until, it's, I know. I'm until it's really bad. Yeah. Do you know what? And, like this, I, and, and, and I'm not even saying it since obviously I've had the accident. My recovery has been going well. But this week it feels like I've just gone back to day one again. Right. And then there's this added thing of monkeypox flying around all of yes. a sudden in the UK. Now, Satch is joking, saying that he might have monkeypox. Well, and then ever since then, I'm like itching my body. And then <laughs> and one of the guys at work has got a spot on his arm now. And he goes, what do you reckon, kid? You reckon it's a uh, it's, uh, monkeypox? And I was like, can you just stay away from me, please? Because... Oh, hold on. What? what so I, I, I've only... I tell, you, I tell you, all I've seen on monkeypox, because I've just been caught up in my own little world is someone someone tweeted something online and said can someone explain monkeypox to me please well, um well i think well, what I is think, it i think i think well it's basically uh, it, it, all the sort of symptoms of you know trying to identify what it is is very similar to covid so like the fevers the headaches the chills and then you start getting a rash on then your you start body. getting the chicken pox yeah the, yeah, the, the sort like, of the rash and then it starts you know filling and, up the and, little and i'm not even joking Ken, this morning i think i messaged you and i said I feel so rough. Yeah. I've got a spot on my face here. Oh, my it. God. But I don't no, think that's, that's, that's... That's not... No, no, that's, that's a not... a spot, spot. Yeah, because it's, it's, so, it's, it's got to start from a rash. Yes. What? How long does it last? Oh, well, you got quarantine. Saying... you got quarantine for 21 days, isn't it? Three weeks. Yeah, yeah three weeks is, is what they're saying at the moment. And, yeah, it's like... But, but I think the thing that I've seen this week is, is that it's just all very, like... It's, it's a bit like deja vu because it's it's all the signs of how COVID really started, wasn't it? Yeah, and certain... I think, Norway, was it Norway? Someone's actually been the first country to to make it, like, you know, you have to isolate or, you oh, know, wow. and, and, and yeah, like, obviously, there's no vaccination. There's no rollout of vaccinations yet because they don't see it as that bad a thing yet. But then, hey, no one thought that coronavirus was going to be that bad uh, <laughs> when we were in January. Um, but... You know, it's. I guess you just got to be aware. Keep wearing the mask, you know, and and just trying to keep washing your hands. My hands are gone dry again because I keep Same. washing them. Same. Again, but I think that I think that's the real concern. And also on my timeline, I keep seeing people like these photos, which I find it really quite disturbing of of monkeypox. Do you know what I mean? Of that yeah. spot. It's, it's not horrible. It's, it's not nice. It's, it's not horrible. Nice at all. Yeah. Well, it's, not it's like chicken pox on a kid, Tommy, but yeah, on adults. Just, but on adults. And Where just, do they pop up? Everywhere, everywhere on your whole body, mate. Body, okay. It's like chicken pox, but you know, it's a different animal, basically. Because, oh, here I we go. Had... Now he's gonna, here we go. Now he's gonna... Oh, here we go. I, I didn't realize. Okay, <laughs> he's had it. He's had it two months ago. He's had it. There we go. So I thought it was because of nuclear races, because obviously, I was in that mud and all that. Oh, no, no, that could be whatever that is as well. What, 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 what happened? I got spots all over my thigh, one yeah. thigh. Yeah, but that's because you're rolling around in mud. Uh, yeah, mud that's be good for you. No, I think no, no, no that's, that's gun. Is, that's, yeah, you yeah, have that's, and also a bit of flies and and all exactly. of that's been hovering around. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't worry if it's one leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's different. No, it's, it's gone. But and actually now it's gone. But it was a bit itchy, and I was like, and then I no, no. But were they pus? Did they evolve into a pussy type? Yeah. No, no, definitely. no, no, no. That's they were like they're... like a red rash, like a no, then oh no. no, that's just a bit of chafing or something. Yeah, I've got big, I got big thighs. Okay. Yeah, that's just your thighs uh, wobbling together. Do you know what I mean? In the mud. That's how fires start. I tell you. <laughs> if in doubt, let's call Thunder Thighs Tommy to start the fire. <laughs> Open jumpy thighs. Got to be dangerous. If I was still in the bin, I'd say that'd be a bushfire. <laughs> oh, well, with all that hair as well, yeah. yeah um, exactly. Right, but yeah. yeah okay. so, so, I'm quite surprised actually that Tommy knows nothing about monkeypox because it is, it's a proper it? thing, yeah, at the moment. 
you know what? I, I go into these modes. I don't know about anybody else. Where all of a sudden, like, okay, so all over the weekend, I was doing stand up. I was in Leamington. I was in Birmingham. I was in Solihull. I was in Leicester. And it's great. And I was doing lots of stand up. But that just takes out everything because you're traveling in a car. Mm, you yeah. don't want to consume anything else. You're done because you, you're giving your sort of self on stage and to the people. Um, but weirdly, can, can I just share something else? Because I am, um, firstly, I went to a, an amazing. Uh, little food place, tiny little food place on London Road in mm. Leicester. Um, and it's called Dessert Boutique. Oh, yeah. Mm. And it is a dessert place run by a lovely lady. I think her name was Hasmina, something like that. And she makes all the desserts herself. And I saw in her menu um, that they served up like, um, like, like they do like a desi brunch. Like oh, a, yeah. I, lovely. I, I, and I've yeah. heard you talk about this kind of stuff. I think they have them around your way, yeah. West London and Leicester and Midlands. But I, I've never heard anything like that around here where mm. you can get Bombay sandwiches in lovely. your in your afternoon tea and things like tea. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the funny forties and, and anyway, it was all looked lovely. So thank you, Esmina, for looking after us. I actually met a couple of our very avid listeners, Hina and Varsha, who have also given me presents to give oh. to you, me, all three of us. Oh, but well, we're not is. together. No. no. So I can either open those presents right here, right now for all three of us. Or, or let's, let's just wait. Let's just wait. wait. Yeah. Wait. yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. there's a sell-by date. And there's no one scratching inside the box. It's like, it's not okay. like a live. Well, if it's, so, yeah, we can all open up the monkey pox together. Maybe yeah. that, well, that's what yeah, we're yeah, to We don't know. <laughs> the gift of. But one of the things that came about was um, on my kind of travels. And I don't know how I got into. Yeah. I think I just saw somewhere. Oh, the Tali. That's what. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. about Tali. And I think I said to someone, oh, does it actually come in a tal? They were like, no, it comes in like lots of little dishes. Um, but and that's then what tali like, means. No, yeah, okay, sorry. This is where I'm thinking back, because what I remember tal as growing yeah. up yeah. is you have all the pots molded into one big tray. So I didn't know tali actually meant lots of different... He's, he, he's basically thinking of... To kids, you know the, the square plastic plate you get? Yeah. Like, instead of yeah. it being square, it's... Oh, it's, it's no, okay, but it's made out of steel and it's got all bit, the... Bit, all the bit like a bit like a prison tali. Yeah. Yes, yes. In, in fact, exactly, right? Okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. So they've got and all the dates in it for the different compartments. Got now, it. get this. This is the bit I was going to share with you. I, I suddenly got this huge nostalgia thinking and talking about talis because... Growing up in East Ham in the 80s, yeah, we had metal plates and oh, metal yeah. cups, yeah, right. And hang on, were you in, was this when you were in or out of prison? <laughs> no, no, bro, that was just called normal life. That was called that <laughs> that's was called how we roll in East family. London, yes, right, right, okay. Metal plates, metal cups, and the nicer metal plates had a little trim around the outside, right, mm. but like right on the outside, just like for two millimeters, yeah. and other than that, they're exactly the same. And then, you know what would be fancy? Fancy would be getting that moulded tali I'm talking about, the metal tali with all the right. bowls moulded into it, like yeah. you've got Satch called the prison yeah. one, and eating your dinner in that. If you knew there was, oh, a subji, a chicken, some yeah, yeah, dates, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And, I, and then I remember thinking, right, this is normal, obviously, and I grew up throughout the 80s like that, so I'm like 10, 12 years old. About 12, 13, I go round to my mate's house, um, Stephen Coppin, and he invites us over. My mum said, can you, you're allowed to come over for a play date. Bruv, I've never had a play date before. We lived with all our cousins. So this yeah. is brand new territory for me. So I go around to Stephen Stephen, Coppin. Stephen who? Stephen Coppin. Coppin. Yeah, Coppin. Stephen with a PH, Coppin. So I go around to Stephen Coppin's house and I realise that his mum is going to serve us tea. And I remember thinking, I don't really drink tea, but tea is what they call dinner. Yes, I, yes. I, I, as a desi, when you figure out what tea means, my God, you'll be like, huh? You're like, oh, do you have tea and then dinner? How does that all work? It was, it's, but, bruv, you remember, I've, I've lived a sheltered kind yeah, of life. You, like, yeah. live, you live with your family. You know, you don't, we don't mix. You've, lived, a, you, you've lived a tali life. Tali life, right? <laughs> exactly. Forget thug life. Yeah. Tali life, right? Mm. And then they serve up the dinner. And, bruv, it was the first time, I think, probably in my life, I can't think of a memory before then where we ate on ceramic nice plates. Wow. Well, yeah. well done. It happened and, at the age of 12. And separate bowls for whatever. I'm like, wow. <laughs> it's not connected. It's separate. It's so, so what? Uh, so, all of your childhood, you were eating off those flipping metal plates. 
prison right? plate. But did yeah. no one, did none of your family members, like when you went around your uncle's aunt, no one. What? No. What? Um. Even they no. They all lived in the same house, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Even when we'd have big cousin parties, you know, when everyone comes over, because yeah. we all lived, there's like literally about, at One that road. time, about 70, 80 cousins, all within about a mile of each other. You know, seven or eight houses, four or five people in each house, plus their kids, their husbands and other people like that. It easy got Now there's about 150, 160 people all within three miles of my house. All oh, family, wow. all my boas, tires, chachas, masis, kids. So they're all local. Anyway. So then they also all hang out. But when they do mass eating like that, that would definitely be in plastic parties to serve the masses. Bam, 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 bam. So all I knew was tar life. And then you get into this kind of ceramic plate life. But it was soon after that moment around at Stephen Coppin's house that my sisters, who are now a bit older, went, hey, mum and dad, enough. There was like a revolution. The the rebellion started. We need proper plates. We deserve proper plates. We aren't going anymore. We switched to plates. Can I tell you something? To this day, and even back then, I didn't support the rebellion. I'm a tal man, and I prefer my food in a metal tal. So I just wanted to put it out there to you boys and the people listening to Brown Node. Come on, nothing beats food out of a metal tal. It tastes better. I mean, I I don't care. You know, as you all know, that I love going to Masala Zone. I I love eating out of a, a metal plate. And actually... Uh, no one will know this, but to this day, I still have a metal cup by the sink, which I will drink water out of. Uh, why is that? It's good for you, and it yep. tastes beautiful. It does, doesn't it? it? That is it's disgusting. Crisper. Do you know what? Honestly, I, I can't believe both of you. I still do it. I still do it. It's a little cup, but I still keep I, it. I it's just a habit from, from I childhood. I can't eat out of a steel anything, and I definitely <laughs> cannot drink any water out of anything steel because it makes me sick. I can't even put it to my lips or, or anything. Why? It's sad. It, it tastes, just tastes beautiful. Definitely not. <laughs> I can just feel it right now. I can feel the, the metal on my lips. Never. Really? Never. But that's, doesn't, doesn't the water feel crisper and colder? Well, yeah, you've got a Ribena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, cold. It's it crisp. Just, everything just tastes like metal. Nah. You put Ribena with ice into like, a Ked, metal cup. Ted is that guy oh. that puts that metal thing in his mouth in the morning anyway. So, I mean, putting <laughs> a cup to Tongue cleaner. The well, tongue cleaner. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's just dirty. I can't eat out of a metal plate. I've never eaten out of a metal plate. Once when I actually went to India, I remember, and they gave me food out of a metal plate. I didn't eat it. Right. Fine. Oh, that, I mean, see. you're missing out, Saj. I mean... No, it's not. I just, I just, I just can't eat out of a metal plate. I prefer plastic. If you give me the, the compartment... Oh, that's... Nah. That, that. No, because if your subji, if your like, food, if your, your shark, as you put it, is too hot, yeah. that bit of the plastic tray goes soft. Whereas with the metal one, it's compartmental zoning. And it keeps it nice and heating. warm. It keeps it all exact. I'm with day, you. I'm the, with day, you the day still stays cold. Cold. Because it's on the cold. Yeah, yeah, but, yes, this, that, no, but look, that's, that's why. No. Desties were way ahead. Eating no. Ahead. No. And, I'm sorry. and also, there is, there is a scientific thing thinking about it as well. Because also, the reason why they have it in, you know, they have the small sort of little uh, round cups to put your the curries in and all of that. That was because it was already pre-portioned for you. That's why no one in India was ever fat, overweight, never right. no health issues. Go to the everyone, was eating, everyone was eating just what was needed. And they got everything in there. Enough subsidy, enough nutrients going into your body. Look funny into the history of the tali. Yeah, funny you say that. I did. And I'm going to bring up some of this in my things we've learned at the end. Ooh, but there's yeah. loads of... There's loads of real wisdom to the Tali here. I feel like I'm turning into my dad. Oh, everything Indian is amazing. It is. He says, but the whole point, like you said, with the portion <laughs> size, the whole point of the Tali was to provide a wholesome meal. Exactly. Right? And get this. They worked out back in the day. I'm talking hundreds and hundreds of years ago. They worked out that we've got six distinct tastes. Sweet, salt, yes. bitter, sour, spicy, and astringent. Astringent. I don't know what that means. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I was going to say. If you're stringent. I mean, to be fair, if it's all if, if all of that's on the metal plate, the only thing you're tasting is metal. So, <laughs> no, I disagree. And, and to think of it, obviously you're saying, you know, it's all well and good, like, um, you know, it keeps everything warm. Well, then if that's the case, why don't they use them in like, you know, when you go to a fancy restaurant, they keep the ceramic plate hot when your food comes out. You can't they have to heat it up. A, they have to heat it up. That's what I mean, though. Sides. This is a first world problem. They have to keep them warm. Whereas if but you served it on a nice tali, it? Yeah. 
And, and, and also, no. also the lifted edges means there's no spillage because because oh. your hands were because when you're pushing the rice oh. the curry around with the roti, it's only going to hit the side and it bounces back in, and it's a better scoop so you can border get patrol. Border Patrol. Exactly. Kids are tight. And it's all a big, one big kidgerel in the middle of your plate, and that's fine. <laughs> Love it. Uh, wow. you, know, you, do get, you do get the cucumber illegal immigrant that jumps the border and goes into the day. I mean, I keep the day, uh, to be fair, I don't, I to get rid of the day, I don't like day mixing with any of that kind of thing. So they, they, uh, that goes straight out. So yeah. it's outside the parameters. There's no I, mixing I pretend that, that my, roti, my roti is border police. They go, oi, get back, get back yeah, over. Yeah, You've got to keep over. pushing. You've got to keep crowd control, mate. Can't get yeah. the rice spilling out. I never much. knew you guys were such big fans of uh, rims. <laughs> with, yeah. Oh, mate, the rim, rim mate. is, is game changing. And did you hear, like, I know we're talking about food and everything, but the, I think the other big story of the week was um, the guy and the Big Mac record. Yes. Did you, did you hear that, Satch? No, I knew no, that. Satch, give what, us a load out. Wasn't it something like 32,000 Big Macs? 32,340 yeah. Big Macs. He's eaten a Big eating, Mac every, every day, day. Yeah. for the last 50 years. It was the 50-year anniversary eating Big Macs every day. His name is Donald Gorska from... Wisconsin, and he celebrated this big feat on the 17th of May. He's 68 years old, and he's managed to eat one every day. He's fine. He's healthy. I mean, you know, he's he just looks like a normal American with a yeah, dodgy coattail and a receding I, hairline. That's I, I, it. I don't think he's healthy, though, Gage. Well, that, we don't know the inside. We don't know the insides of him yet. But I mean, look, mate, he's eating over 30,000 Big Macs. Couple of it, some, it, some days know, he would have two a day. I think he even he, he, I was reading that he spent over a hundred grand on on. Yeah, that's how long yeah. it's taken him. Yeah, yeah. Based at three three quid a Big Mac, roughly. Yeah, yeah. that's about right. Yeah, that is. But, but, but imagine, imagine this story. Okay, people are going to go. Oh, that's disgusting. How and all that. But where I want to congratulate him is that he started this in nineteen ninety nine. Oh, no, sorry. In 1999, he'd already eaten 15,000, and that was a record back then. Oh, wow. So, but, but if it's 50 years, obviously, it was way before that. But just imagine, 50 years ago, this man decided, I'm going to do this, right? Now, I like breaking things down. There was no internet. There was no social media, mm. right? All he must have thought is, if I eat, let's just say, Big Macs for a year, I might get a little column inch in the local Wisconsin newspaper. Yeah. Right? That's it. And and then he thought, oh, well, let's go two years. But he, the era of the internet, email, Facebook, social media, Instagram, digital world, everyone reads everything on a digital platform. The, this story has become massive. And I've got to rate him for that because he would have, no one would have known this. Yeah. No. No. Guinness Book of Records was just a book and that's it. And you wouldn't have known about this. But now he's transcended the whole of the digital age. That's sure, incredible. Sh surely Maccas yeah, should just give it surely Maccas should just give it to him for free now. Of course they should. But look, I just I looked at this now. The average Big Mac, obviously it must vary slightly from country to country, 540 calories, Jeez. of which 43% is salt. Um wow. 29, <laughs> wow. 29 grams of fat. Uh, in it, uh, which is about half of your daily allowance. So, so far, actually, that's actually okay. But then it, if you continue the maths, it says here, if you ate a Big Mac every day for a year, you'd yeah. accrue just under, just under 200,000 calories a year. So you're picking up, Bonkers. what's that? 540 calories a day, every day. That works out about 200,000 calories um, a year. That's which a is lot. Still less than, it's still less than the recommended allowance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you can't what else just, yeah, you can't just be smashing well, one big mac get, and that's it. You'd get sick of it though, surely. You'd, you'd after a lot, you're like, well, oh. I, I know. I, I mean, you know. Oh, here we go. Satch has got. He's thinking about a temperature. No, look. I know. Look, I, I don't eat a big mac, but I'm just thinking. If there was one food that you could probably eat once every day for 50 years, what would that food be? God, mm. it's, it's quite a commitment, isn't it? It, it? it would have to. No, see. Because he's going to the Big Mac like it's um, like it's a sandwich, like he's just treating it like yeah, a yeah, probably you know no. like so it's it's not like oh could you eat you know fifteen lamb chops no 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 right? so, no you could have you could have you could have a, a, a kebab every day couldn't you no, no I, I, don't I, don't, I don't I don't think I could see a kebab I is a lot more could. it's a lot more significant than a Big Mac Big Mac could yeah, I yeah. eat 
could I eat a chicken burger? Could I eat a KFC chicken burger every day? I reckon so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything bad. How long? How long? I don't think you can do can. that for. Bruv, this afternoon on my own, I was watching videos of Korean fried chicken, which is honestly, Crispy. I was watching it like it was pornographic material. I was watching it like, I hope no one else can see me right now. And I hope my wife doesn't know how much, how much this is exciting me in my heart. And the guy was biting it in this video and the crunch of the outside, it went on for 20 minutes. And I was like, Oh my God, that looks amazing. And it was in chicken thighs, which are more tender. So I think that in a bun, I can commit to that for 50 years. I'd, do, I'd, I'd commit. I, could, I think I could eat a falafel, a proper one. None of this stuff that you get on the streets, on the high street. A proper falafel sandwich, I could eat every day. Yeah, see, I, I was thinking probably the same. Either falafel or maybe like a small chicken shawarma. Do you know the little wraps you get? Yeah. I think yeah. I could probably eat that but, every day. See, I, I'll be honest, I'm not just saying because you said, but falafel, I love falafel. I love it with hummus and tahini, salad, yeah, yeah. toasted little wrap. Lovely. That's what I mean. That's, that's basically like a sarni every day. Well, you mentioned sarni, and someone would have thought that we've planned this, but it's National Sandwich Week <laughs> this week. And I have got the results because they're in for UK's favourite sarni. Can we guess? Go on, have a guess first. Go on, Ed. Oh, uh, I, thought you said, uh, I thought you said, what about baguettes? No. Uh, but yeah, good point. <laughs> no, I was like, well, yeah. I mean, let's just guess. What, what, what do you reckon is the, the most? Cheese and ham. Cheese and ham is what you're going for. Um, very common, not, very common it's, sandwich. It's not cheese and ham, no. Okay. Tommy, go on. So this is what the nation's You're favorite. close. You're close, though. Oh, then I, then I think I know, because you said that, Mm. Hold on a minute. I'm not going to commit this. I'm just discussing the answer. Okay. Right? <laughs> Plowmans might be up there, or plow persons, as it's That's now That's the known. one. That there you is go. the one. That yeah. is okay. the one. Only only because of what you said, but it's not the best sandwich. Oh, no. Sandwich. I, I think it is up there. It's really? a good sandwich. You couldn't eat it every day. Apparently, some versions of the Plowmans has has egg in it. I've never had a Plowmans with egg in it. Have you? Some some have meat in it as well, don't they? Like the original plowmans have some sort of ham. No, no, that's a that's a club sa a club sandwich has egg in it. Mm. Egg, bacon, chicken, tomato, lettuce, mayonnaise, toasted. By the way, did you say ham and cheese, Satch? Yeah, that yeah. was second. That was second in oh, the book. Yeah, and yeah. then it's followed by a plain cheese and roast chicken salad. That I tell you what, disgusting. sorry, chicken and cheese just slow down. Slow down. Well, that needs to be you, done. What, hold a minute. You're you're stirring up all these emotions when you do this. <laughs> talk and mm. i haven't got time to so let me just break it down a little bit let's just talk about ham and cheese for a minute my mouth is filled with water oh um, look at it we can't even speak i i love a sandwich i used to, at university i was known as tommy sandwich sandu because i used to make a sandwich <laughs> oh not tommy while I was sandu. my dinner so my dinner be cooking away chicken and rice but i'd have a triple decker sandwich while i'm waiting just to what? keep what's the point of that that doesn't make sense it's a, it's a mousse bouche. It opens oh, up the appetite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little right? taste. So, yeah, little canape. Okay. So, but, so, so the, with the cheese and ham sandwich, I like that with a little bit of mustard and a little bit of mayo and a little bit of black pepper. Oh, my God. And if you toast that, mm. cheese, ham, that is great. Do you eat, you, obviously, I know you can. Do you, do you eat ham? Sandwich? Nah. Nah. You don't, don't eat, you don't eat, nah. so you don't eat no pork, no beef. So you don't, nah. only eat chicken. chicken what about the, lamb, fish. And over a ploughman's, you wouldn't prefer the chicken club sandwich without the bacon then? No, I, I, I think I'd go for a ploughman's. Ploughman's is a good one. The Marks yeah. and Sparks ploughman's is a, oh, is yeah, a, is it's a beauty. Best. It's an we absolute beauty. Even, the Marks and Sparks falafel wrap is very don't, good. Don't, don't upset me. Why? <laughs> it's, it's not falafel. It's Marks and Sparks, whatever those veggie balls they make that they stuff in there. And they tell you, I'm me, that is falafel. They're not bad. No. I think, yeah, no, it's okay. No, it's terrible. It's okay. Oh, sorry. While we're addressing the falafel, what can I, can I just tell you? This is, this is the thing that I was dying to tell you, right? I was at our local Watford fair thing, right, that happens every year. It hasn't happened for a couple of years, but it's, it's a nice sort of thing in a massive park, loads of different stalls, loads of different types of food. Mella. Mella. Yeah, no, 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 it's a mela, it's a mela, it's, it's an absolute, it's a, it's a mela for, for your area, right, and it's brilliant, they've got, you know, music, and it's wicked, it's loads of, you know, rides for kids, and it's brilliant, and 
they had some of the food food stalls there. There was an Indian thing there, and there was a, a Greek uh, thing, and then there was the urban falafel, right? And I thought, you know what? They look good. So me and my dad, obviously the connoisseurs and, and, and proper, you know, know it all of falafel. We went up there just to have a look because we can tell normally by the falafel if it's good or not, right? And it looked good. It, they looked good. The shape was good. The, the, the colour, the texture looked good. The yeah, salad was fresh. No, yeah. Did you give good them size. Good little inspecting of the balls there. Yeah, we had a good look at the balls. We stared at the front. People thought we were weird, but we weren't queue jumping. We were just inspecting. And then... Give us, please. We, we have two suspicious brown males touching up the falafel balls. <laughs> security to the falafel stand, to the urban, to the urban falafel, please. Urban falafel. We need Honestly. So, 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 and then they were offering also a chicken uh, a wrap thing as well. And... Um, <laughs> The first red flag for me, because obviously that's how people talk now. The first red flag for me is I, I then looked for the chili sauce. There was no sign of a dirty chili sauce or any kind of chili sauce. Yet they had a chipotle sauce. Yeah. Right? Oh, Some no, but that, don't, that doesn't go with a falafel. Thank you very no. much. But I thought it's OK. I'm going to excuse, excuse it because the falafel is going to be so nice. I won't need it. I won't go there. Anyway, so... They either had a falafel. Well, you might as well put burger sauce on the falafel. Well, exactly. Which is what probably Marks and Spencer's do and sell it to the Ahmad me. And no, 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 they don't. No, no. Anyway, no, no. I mean, well, they, well, 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 let me tell you, I bet it's not even tahini that they put in there. But anyway, so, 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 <laughs> so, so, you know, they do a falafel box, salad box, or they do a wrap. And I thought, I didn't want the wrap. I didn't want the mess. I thought, I'll just go for the box because I didn't want the roti. Just a nice bit of healthy salad. They had all the good bits of salad in there as well. They even had the mint and coriander on top to sprinkle. I thought, oh, you know, nice. these guys know what they're doing. Then the next key I was waiting for is, are they going to speak any bit of Arabic? Because normally if they say shukran, it means legit. They know what they're doing. Right. Yeah. But there was no Arabic happening. And actually, he said to the lady in front of me, thank you so much. Ciao. And I thought, great. We've got an Italian making falafel here. We're in trouble. So then. So then. That's out of order, by the way. Anyone can make anything nowadays, Kedge. Yeah, no, I agree. No, no, no. But this is I'm talking about the high stand, standards of falafel that need to be reached. OK, because okay. like you said, any any old Joe or, or, you know, Karen can make a falafel nowadays. So. Yeah. So we got I got the, the, the box. And, and he picked out the falafel and, and he said, tahini. I said, yeah, whack it on there. And he, and he had a bit of hummus. Wicked. Right. Got it. And me and my dad sat down and we went, you going first? You go first. No, no, you go first. So I, I, I went, I had a nice big ball, scooped a bit of tahini, scooped a bit of hummus on it. And I were went. You, so were, your dad, were you and your dad sharing it? Or did you, did we, you were sharing, yeah, we were sharing it because we thought, you know, we don't want to waste and it, it might yeah. not be good. Taster. Yeah. My God. My God. That falafel didn't yeah. taste of anything. Oh, there no. There was no flavor. There was no salt. It was terrible. And I just thought, that guy is minting it. The queue that he had, and that he was selling so-called falafel to the Ahmadmi, the English public, who don't know what this is. You yes, just put yeah. sauce on it, and you give it to them, and they go, yeah, we're eating healthy. And but my dad goes, do you remember, Kedge, when, when you were 10, he goes... He said, and this is my dad, he goes, I told you, I said, I should get an ice cream van and sell falafel in it. You should have. These falafels said, are banging, by the way. I, I know. And I said, and I said, I know, dad. I said, but what can you do? And he goes, look at this. And we got, we were so upset. And I just want to say as a plea to, to people who try falafel, don't buy the rubbish. Go just look for the original stuff wherever you can, because yeah. it's game changer. Don't just eat it because it's vegetarian or you think it has low calories. Or, Go, or you know what? <laughs> Desis can so make falafel. No, no, they it's, can't. No, they no, can't. no, they can. No, they can't. No, don't, don't start on this because we've got, a, I've got aunties and stuff who make it. They yeah, just it's, it's just yeah, and, jazz. and I'm sorry, they put other stuff in it like that. I'm sorry, no, that, yeah, that doesn't do that. belong. Yeah. That doesn't belong in a falafel. I agree that. But what I mean, if they stick to the recipe, it's just like a kofta ball. This is the problem. This is the problem. It's like Jamie Oliver telling you how to make kofta. It's Jamie Oliver's recipe. Therefore, how does Jamie Oliver know how to make your grand's kofta? He doesn't. That's the problem. This is what I mean. You're getting gore chefs telling you how to make other people's food, which they've learned. No, but they've researched it. No, they haven't. And also, they all want to put a twist on it, so then they can make it their thing. So then they go, well, the other day, I was watching some Indian fella on Instagram, and he was making an Indian dish. 
of what was it? Um, I think he was like I don't know what it was. It was like Italy sambar or something. But he, but in the sambar, because he, he wanted to make it healthy, he put quinoa in it. Lalu, no, you don't mate. Quinoa, <laughs> Italy sambar. Lalo. Don't do this to me. Sorry, I've got passionate and I'm shouting. No, no, okay. no. Yeah, I mean that's arrestable. If someone does that, they need to be in prison. Exactly. influencer. So you know what? If he wants to put his banging in his, you know, sag paneer, he will do it. Goes on different, isn't it? It's good for your gut, like, and then everyone believes him. You look at Baba Ganoush. Desi's can. What I mean is, we no, put with no, 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 they got. No, they got that. That is bang, bang and butter. It's different. Man. <laughs> but what I mean is, it's just adapting your game. That's it's like you can do you you do one day international. Can you do T Twenty? Yeah, I got a slightly no. adapted game. No, yeah. but the, but that's that's the reason why people struggle is because it's difficult to adapt. Anyway, we've been talking about <laughs> sandwiches for too long. Give me some good news. Give well, me some something something to cheer about. Speaking of good news, and there is something to cheer about because when I saw this, I was like, oh, I'm glad, I'm glad this happened to someone in the UK, and it's all about the Euro Millions. Obviously, we all kind of give it a little cheeky lottery flutter every, every now, now and, and again yeah we was kind of putting the group we're like oh it's a big one this week you know make yeah sure only when it's over 100 million though yeah otherwise, of course yeah, otherwise of it's course. not worth it <laughs> of course of course <laughs> no i mean I, I don't want 30 mil but i'll take nah. 150 nah. we don't know who wants 30 who wants nah. 30 yeah no so, so anyway um, a couple of weeks ago it was probably yeah two weeks ago um joe and jess thwaite from gloucestershire won the biggest lottery jackpot in the UK, 184 million. Incredible. Quid. Incredible. But it's only last week where they came out with it sort of being public. Because obviously, you know, you get to choose yeah. if, 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 if you, you know, you want your name sort of put to it yeah. or not. And then I was kind of thinking about it. I was like, if that was me, would I want people to know that I won 184 million quid? Um, so, oh. so, so, so you're saying, would you go out? In the papers. Say if you won that money, you had the ticket, you won that money, would you go out in the papers? Um, See, it'd be... Okay, two things. Instantly, like said, I'm saying yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Kedge, I would have definitely said... I thought you would have said no. I don't care. People no, will what, care, though, that you You're going to have so many people turning yes. up. Yes. Knocking, harassing, yes. knocking on your door. Yes. I don't... I don't do, you really, do you reckon people would, though? What about security risk as well? Now all of a sudden, everyone knows you're worth that. You know, what if what if they kidnapped you? But um, I don't know. I yeah, maybe I'm not thinking about that. But I don't think. Kedgenapped. You got kedgenapped. No, but like, no, no, I mean, I don't think it, I. I would absolutely love it, and I would I would share it, and I would and I would you know and less party. No, no, no. I I think the sharing part is different. I'm not talking about that. I'm just to, say for example, you've won it, and you tell. Well, why Why your, would you guys not want? No, no. To go but, but 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 listen. I'm saying if you share, if you've won it, and you tell like your nearest and dearest, all your mates. Say if like one of us won it, and we told each other. That's fine. Like, yeah, you know, but you I've start got, telling Desi, everyone's going to know. That's going to be in, no, in the Gujarat Samajar no, before no, you know it. No, I don't think so. I don't it think will. It, it will no, be. because, what, so you're telling me, Kedge, if I won it and I told you, you'd go around and t tell people? No, not necessarily me. But it, no, but, but, but who else would it be? Who else no, would it be? Would be? I'm no, telling you. No, 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 you, but you don't understand. There would be, there would no. be people who would, who would, as they say, bar it out. No, I don't think there would be because I only have a close set of mates that I don't think would do that. And if it was... One of my mates had done it. I don't think I would say it about them either. But it's I might funny. accidentally at work if they go, oh, Satch is not doing any shifts anymore. Like, oh, yeah, he won the lottery last week, didn't he? Oh! So you're the auntie, basically. basically. It might just come out, innit? Oh, yeah, well, he's won the, he's won the lottery, innit? So. so basically, I need to write a memo if I ever win it, not to tell Kedge. Tommy, yeah. you're cool, though. Or, or he won't, he won't grasp you up like directly. He'll go, uh, oh, Satch isn't turned up for a shift today. Gonna go. I, I know he was going to the Bugatti garage, but uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think yeah, anything's changed in his life. I just thought, look, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind my mates and family and stuff knowing, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it in the paper. Mm, I don't know. I quite like the glory of it in the paper. Yeah, I think if you were going to tell people, you'd have to then quickly move. You know what it is. And go get yourself some sort of security seclusion. Yeah, but and, you would. And, you would. Yeah. Like you would have time. I you just want to. I just want to. I just want to hold a big check that's bigger than me. <laughs> I've never done that. 
That's all I want to do. <laughs> yeah, right. you, I'll, you, get, you I'll probably... get you a big check and give, put a tether on it, Ken. Yeah. You, can, you, yeah, you probably could have won that, the Watford fate thing yeah. that you were at yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah. I, just, I just want to be in the paper holding a big check. That's all I want to do and just wallop someone on the head with it. I just think it looks brilliant. Oh. The big check is, is reminds me of my childhood so much. And I just think, how do you get a big check like that? Yeah, taking yeah, it down mate. the bank. Uh, Kedge, Kedge is that guy. But I, in all honesty, I was thinking about it. So I was like, if there was one person, I, 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 Kedge, I didn't think you'd be that guy. That really? Able to know? Yeah. No, but I, I, don't think I, was thinking about, I don't think Tommy would be that guy either. Uh, I think Tommy's a bit low key like that too. Yeah, but then equally, I'd want to. I wouldn't want Tommy to, would like, be at the other end holding the check with me. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> we'll be both going. Yes, mate. Yeah. Let's go away. <laughs> but um. You're right, you, you, because, you know, pe- people will come out of the blue, people could come knocking on your door, people could know your family, but then you think, I don't want to live a lie then for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, you got, you got to... No, then... but I don't, I don't, look, I don't think it is, look. I, I, it's got to be saying... obvious, Satch, that all of a sudden, you're, you know, you're wearing a Balenciaga belt, which well, is worth three really. grand with all these diamonds hanging down no, your backside. No, you know I, mean? I, no, I don't think no, Satch would I, do that, though. I would never buy anything like that, however much you <laughs> no, want. No, but, I don't no, but... Anyway. Kids, you you did that already when he's fake. So I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, think I know that's your thing. It's not. I don't think it would be. I think it'd be so low key. Only people that know know, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. But then, but then it'd be by the by your holidays every time. Oh, oh, you going away? Where are you going? Oh yeah, we're just gonna <clears throat> just gonna pop to Hawaii for the weekend. Oh, lovely. Oh? Uh, on a private jet. I saw pictures of you in a private jet. What was that about? You can't post things. So I think. You're better off just kind of going, I, I don't think, I'd tell people, I'd say we won, but I wouldn't say that we were the 180 million millionaire yeah. people. And I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't whack in the paper. I'd tell people, I wouldn't whack in the right. paper. Yeah. And, Maybe and by the a, way, go on. how freaky were the numbers? Three, 25, 27, 28, 29. Oh, that's, uh, that's, a bit, that's a bit fixed. That's, not fixed. That. that's why there's only yeah. one person that had those, man. It's yeah, mad. It's mad. Um, anyway, talking of winning the lottery, to a man who was not about material wealth and actually was all about peace and love. I went and watched The Father and the Assassin. And oh, it's about yeah. the father of India, that being Gandhi, yeah. and, and the assassin, the man who killed him, yeah. who is Natu Ram Godse. Yeah. Right? The original Natu Ram. Huh? The original Natu Ram. The original, Miyadi Nata, original, man. Uh, no, he's the original, Naturam Godse. It, and um, it, it's a play, it's on in the South Bank right now. It's been on for a few weeks. Can I say, straight up, off the bat, it's brilliant. It's a brilliant play. It's because I'm not, you know, I'm not hardcore into history or things like that, or even hardcore into the history of Gandhi and all that. I, but I do like epic stories. Um, and epics and the way things are put together. And this yeah. is put together from the perspective of the assassin. And yeah. get your head around this. It's done with humor. It's done with quite a bit of yeah. funny. So I, I don't like really like righteous stuff. Like, oh yeah, this happened. And this yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Very serious. That's hard to tell. I mean, it's in, sometimes it's important to understand those things, but sometimes it's hard to consume in terms of a theater or a play or a film or something else. Um, even, by the way, even some of these kind of motivational books that I'm into right now and all this kind of how to get your head around life and stuff, after a bit, they sort of do you nothing. You're like, man, just light yeah, it up. That, I hate stuff like that. And anyway, like that. but this, this is great. It's called The Father and the Assassin. It's on at the National Theatre and it's in London. And it was a great story about, yeah, the assassin and what led up to him assassinating Gandhi. But like I said, I don't want to spoil anything. They do it in a they do it in a funny, very real way. And it's done with a brilliant cast and a clever little stage that rotates. Um, brilliant actors. Um, and it's good. And honestly, it, it, I couldn't recommend it enough. It's funny when Love you it. actually, because you mentioned it to us and you said that you were going to watch it with your old man. Is that right? And um, That's right. The and father, um, the assassin. Yeah. And, um, and I, I, I was like, well, I, I, I actually don't know who killed Gandhi. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I had to Google it. Remember, we were, we were chatting yeah. between us, yeah, and I was, yeah. like, I was like, "I'm going to jump on Google and work this out who it was because I, I don't know the guy's name." Yeah, um, but I, I won't. I won't. This is not I a spoiler. I've watched this kind of thing before. I watched a play in India, which is exactly the same as this years ago. It was called Gandhi versus Godse, and it was the same, the same concept about this. Oh, right. Uh, and what it, did it they in, in India? You watched it in India. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a play in India. Front row seats. It was, it was brilliant. Are you the only person there? In India? No, no, it was rammed. It was, Are you sure it was a play, play and not the actual thing? No, I wasn't there for his assassination. I wasn't. I didn't have front row tickets. For that. <laughs> Are you sure they didn't think you were Gandhi? Because of your <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you what, though, it did. That's the only thing that ever I was in my head growing up. Because my dad would just make me watch that film over and over again. I'm like, does this film ever end? Yeah, it does it ever end. I knew, I knew that in a, the the whole of the script and what happens in the, that film because that's all we had to watch. We just, you know, it starts off with the assassination, then he goes, and I'll never forget. There's a scene when he's on a train going to South Africa. All of those, all of these, and then there's a bit where the guy, where the soldier always says it, and I always used to find it hilarious because it was an English soldier, and he was obviously looking for for Gandhi, and he goes, "I want Gandhi, I want Gandhi," and he was just, it just makes you laugh when you're little. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's like, what? Bro, why are you so stressed? But this one, when they look at it like from the, the Naturam's side, you know, yeah. so the, the, there's so much that comes out from it. Was he a gangster? Think, was he gangster? Not at all. No, no. <clears throat> he was raised, when he was born, he was raised as a girl because all of his previous brothers born before him had died. So the mum and dad went, hang on a minute. They got like a, I think it was like a vision or something like that or, or, or a message that they got down saying, well, if we raise this one like a girl, then he won't die. And he didn't. Then he got to an age where he rebelled. and was like, told his mum and dad, like, enough. I want to be a, a man. And that, I think, weirdly, I think the, one of the messages in the story is what made him the way he did. What made him stand up against a man who only wanted peace and all that kind of stuff. And it's all, so there's lots, there's lots of, you know, how kids you always say with these great TV shows, whatever that we watch, mm. the layered messages, the layered yes. Westworld, the layered messages of yes. Ozark, the layered messages of... Um, winning time, whatever it is, those little bits of wisdom. There's lots of that in there. They touch on the colonialism and all that. Honestly, if you it's a good one. if you're not a fit, not normal theatre goer, go and check out Father and the Assassin. How, how long is it? Oh, you know, play length. About an hour, the first half, hour and a bit, and then break, and then another half, an hour, 40 minutes. Okay, that's all right. Like that. Not five Maybe hours. Maybe a couple of hours. A couple of hours. Something like yeah. that. It, it felt about a couple of hours oh. with a little break in it. So, and talking uh, of deep layers, things I've seen this week, it's the new film that's out in the cinemas. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't know if you guys, I think I've mentioned this before. Oh, the, is the, it, isn't that a Squid Game sort of level? Well, well it's, 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 uh, it's, it's got obviously uh, Chinese actors in it. Uh, and it's got that fella from Goonies, Data, if you remember him as a child. He's oh, now yes. obviously yeah. a, a grown-up person. He was in um, Temple of Doom as well. So, funny laugh, Kedge. I only read the synopsis of this film the other day. Oh, you don't. And I couldn't don't even get my head the, down the synopsis. You, well, don't don't read it. Don't read it because you just watch the trailer and you'll go, "What did I just watch?" Incredible <laughs> trailer, but then you watch it and it is brilliant. It's got Jamie Lee Curtis. I didn't even recognize Jamie Lee Curtis oh, in it. Wow. Oh my god, she plays a wicked role in it, and uh, it's got a brilliant, brilliant message to everyone about life. I'm not going to say what it is. Watch it. It does. When you see the trailer, you think, oh, my God, this is like the Matrix meets um, Westworld meets uh, all of those kind of Inception kind of crazy things like that. But it's not like that. Just take it all in because it literally is everything everywhere all at once coming at you at the screen. Right. Just, it's been, just let it's it go been into described you. as and this is the genre. Yeah. An absurdist comedy drama. Yeah. The swarms a swirl of genre anarchy. So they're just messing with genres. It's so it's cleverly a, done. What's it? It's got black comedy, science fiction, cinema. fantasy, martial arts, and animation. Like it's just mm. bonkers. It's, it's, Everything. It, it's it's in the cinema or in certain apps that you might have downloaded onto your telly, which I don't know about. <laughs> um, so uh, so that's what I've seen. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, just I'm just saying. You know, nowadays there's apps that people download onto the telly. It might be on that. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Never that, that's that. what I'm saying. The thing that I watched, and I'm a bit late to the game with this, is um I finished I finished up Top Boy, which was great. Uh, oh yeah, know, in the right order. I know, I know. Yeah, in the right order. I um I know neither of you boys watch it, but it was really good, and the ending of it was epic because there was a massive twist that I didn't expect. And Ooh. now I'm looking forward to the next season. I was going to say, that, so the next season is beckoning. It's going to happen. But the thing that I want to talk about, it's not something I watched, it's something that I heard, and it was an audio book. Oh. Um, Patrice Evra's autobiography. Oh. Kedge. I don't, I, I, no, Kedge. But, no, but I'm a little bit upset at the moment with Patrice Evra. I, I, I think if there's one person that needs to listen to it, it's you. Oh, because 
because you would love it. It is. He talks about how you know he's the perfect like because. We kind of know how he is from his social media, but the, the the stuff he talks about, like where you know there were sort of big things in his life, like about the racism thing, yeah, yeah, where where yeah. there was like they're, they're in trouble at the World Cup and he was a captain and oh all yeah, that all that hoo ha that happened, yeah. But I think you would appreciate how much of a good leader this guy is. Yeah, he's a leader. He's a leader. I, just, several, like, I love you. Yeah, one. he's I a very he's a very jokey guy on social media, but his book is incredible. Yeah. And we were just, it was funny, we were talking about that. You don't get people like that nowadays. You know, the real leaders who yeah. are going to pull and, everyone and, through. And he was a real leader. And he talks about, obviously, he's talking about Man United and, you know, working with, like, the best there and stuff like that. But it's just, it's wicked. If there's a book that you want to get into, yeah, 100% recommend that. Okay, well, since, you since you've mentioned the football, shall we just quickly round up our fantasy uh, Premier League? Because that's obviously come to an end oh, sorry, that's now. That's still going. So, well, yeah, it's, it's finished now. So it's yeah. done and dusted. But yeah. I think it's only right we mention the, the winners of the Brownload League. Yes. And, and I, I've got to say, it's an impressive, it's an impressive 2,496 points. It's massive by Taj oh, Kent, who I believe we met at the cricket. I believe this fella. Um, well done to you. Uh, second was Rishi Nair. Uh, and third was Hitesh Parmar who edged it by one yeah, point that, into third place. Oh, wow. And, and I've got to say, Taj Kent only came first in the last week. So he, he, yeah, he pulled he, it back he in pulled, the last week. It, yeah, oh, yeah really? absolutely. That is and, amazing. And, and, and I mean, I tell you, it was, a, it was a big race. And you know what? Everyone's done better this year than last year. Kent, you done well. 15th. I, I was week. there. Uh, yeah, well, as I always say, it's not how it is. You know, week one, week three, week seven, week ten. It's about how you finished. And I had a late push. Very good. Very I had good. a late push okay. that's, that's a, that was how you were born as well wasn't it, it was a, it absolutely was a six days late i was supposed yeah, to be born it was on a christmas late day it was a late push to be fair it was a help of a, a few bumpy bumpy uh, rides as well from my uncle i think your mum went your mum went down to that watford meller had the falafel went on a bumpy <laughs> ride and out you popped no wonder it, was, it was funny it was it was a very hot curry as well she had and it, yeah six <laughs> days later so you you but came I, you came 15th yeah i came 31st tommy yeah. i'm still scrolling yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think he's uh, you know falling what? off. I think he's falling off the list. I don't think I've looked at, at fantasy football. Yeah, no, for about two, three months. Mm. I gave up. You know what? It's too much of a commitment. I, I tell you what I've been into the last two months is the yeah. IPL. And okay. by the way, the IPL. Just, just, I just very quickly about the fantasy football before we wrap it up. Kedge, me and you are in a work one, aren't we? With everyone. Yeah, else. yeah. Did you see where we came in the league? I did indeed. I did indeed. Running it. Top two. Top two. Running two. See, you, you think Lovely. that makes you cool. It doesn't. It, it you know, really does. Everyone else me. at work is the probably bantage, going... The banter levels. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's kudos. You're like, wow, he knows. It's not kudos. See, it's kudos in your head. For everyone else, it's stupid dos. Um, it's a bunch of doses. That's what they're thinking of. Because oh, yep. they're the cricket, nothing about the But an IPL, the IPL is great. It's into playoff season. So there's 10 teams. By the way, your lot, Gujarat Titans yeah. are doing incredibly. Did they win today? I think they've just... They, well, the it's still going yet, on, I think. I think it's still no, going. It, should, it should nearly be done. Let's see if they're going to win. Because the exciting thing is, so into playoffs, the top teams are now Gujarat versus Rajasthan. They're playing right now. Uh, yeah, they're 85 for two, ninth over. So um, 85 for two, they should do that. They've got, to be, they've got to get 188. But the exciting thing is, whoever wins out of these two goes through to the final. The Gujarat Titans have only just joined the IPL this season. And the final, where is it? Modi Stadium, Ahmedabad, Gujarat. Of course right? it is. So, and even if Gujarat Titans lose, they'll get to play the winner out of three and four and then a chance to play the, if they win that, chance to play Rajasthan Royals again for the final in Ahmedabad as well. So they might have two games in Ahmedabad um, as well. So this is, it's, honestly, I'm loving, IPL is so exciting. Well, and it's sounds got like way it's... better and way more than football. I'm, I mean, you know what it is? Because I only like West Ham and I don't care about anyone else. Right. So... Whereas with IPL, I love them all. I, I just think oh, you love them all? Yeah. He loves them all. You're, he you're loves like, them that, all. What's, what's your name? Ranveer Singh? Uh, yeah, I'm a, I am. The, Ranveer, that was, that was the UK, well said. The UK have sent, no, yeah, the UK have sent me over to India. <laughs> you're the equivalent of Ranveer Singh to people in India. And I'm sorry, this, this whole Gujarat women and the things in going to be in Ahmedabad, it's a bit suspect, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not. Oh, they played amazingly. Hardik Pandya is amazing. He's been a brilliant captain. Honestly, us and I said this to you after one or two games in the season. I was like, boys, 
Keep an eye on Gujarat Titans. It's your teams, your boys, your team, your boys. Punjab are known for being the sloggers. Raj Saroz and RCB are doing all right. So RCB's in there uh, as position four. But anyway, it'll all be done by this time next week. Right. So things we learned. What we learned. Shall I go first? Go for it. Quick quick and easy one. Go on then. It's quite um, interesting. Here we go. So the thing I've learned this week is Mm. the average four-year-old laughs 300 times a day. But the average 40-year-old laughs just four times a day. Oh, no. How sad is that? How sad and is both that? of you are over 40. I don't even think you laugh that many times a day. So four, four is too many. I'll tell you what, being on the brown road makes me add, you know, make up for the whole week. I think the so. Amount of, the amount of time I, I love. I was just thinking about it. I was just like, what? So the older you get, the more grumpy you are. I think that's what happens, though, isn't it? Because there's nothing that makes you laugh. You just become sort of cynical. Well, I don't know about that, mate. Well, no. I think you've got to find, you've got to find the laugh. Yeah, you've got to you, find the laugh. You've got to stay yeah. young in your heart and in your mind. If you, st- yeah. That's why I think silly humour still works. Yes. I love it. When people fall over, oh, my God, I find it so funny. You know, like, when, when just the stupidest of things, the inner child humour in me, um, it, it's just, yeah, it's always the silliest of things that make you absolutely crack up. Yeah, Get I, back to that. I, and I don't really think that thing kind of goes with us because we laugh more than four times a day. And even if we're in a quite bad situation, we still probably laugh at it. Yep, got to laugh so, way through it. Got to laugh way through it. So yeah, that's what I learnt this week. Right. Well, I'll, I'll I'll move on to the fact that obviously we record the podcast on a Tuesday, um, and you might be thinking about your dinner plans on a Tuesday, and you might go, "Oh, you know what? I fancy a Chinese takeaway." But the Chinese takeaway is going to be closed on a Tuesday. Did you oh. know why Chinese takeaways are all closed on a Tuesday? Chinese takeaway? No. Oh no, I don't. Why well, Tuesday? No, is it's that their day some, of rest? It's well, Monday, isn't it? This goes back to apparently back in the day in China, and what they used to do is that a lot of Chinese people always arranged to meet each other on a Tuesday, so they saw it as a day off, and they would catch up and they would make plans to meet on a Tuesday. So yeah. this is why that way of life has now come over to England, and that's why Chinese takeaways are closed on a Tuesday. So bear that in mind next time you fancy a spring roll. Lovely. I never knew that. I never knew that. So that's excellent. Right. Love that. Love that. Solid fact. Solid fact. Mine carries on from the Tali fact from before. Yeah. Which is, um, you know, you said, you touched upon it because you said, oh, there's proper wisdom behind yeah. the Tali. Right? So, yes, each of those bowls were designed to be a balanced meal mm. and it d- appeals to the flavours. But, Every tali, proper tali, yeah, has pickles and chutneys for two reasons. Oh yeah, one obviously to add flavour. Yeah, but spicy chutneys, m- mild spicy chutneys add a bit more hit to the milder dishes, and sweet chutneys spice up the the, the kind of less um, the more spicy dishes. But they also these chutneys and pickles, fact, help digestion. So yes. Your humble little jar on the side, that humble little bit of coriander, mint, chutney, whatever, that's not just there for a bit of, oh, something to dip in, or something, you know, it's not a ketchup, it's not a barbecue sauce, it's not a chipotle, right? Exactly, for a reason. For a scientific reason. And there's all these these natural palate cleansers, so, you know, you're going to have, you have a lot of cabbage salad, and Uttar Pradesh, they got the kajumba, and all this. All I'm saying is you need a lot of cleansing after you eat a tali, mate. All of that, get no, but look at this. Look at how far ahead we are, right? Go on. They put those palate cleansers on there, like I just said. Palate cleansers help diners experience the flavors better and also negate that means avoid the reason to yeah. drink water, which impedes your digestion. Yes, it does. So, drinking water when you eat isn't a good thing, but yeah. having these little cabbage salad, cucumber bits, cucumber things, and all this. That's the way to go. I tell you, we're ahead of our time. Tali's wow. are leading the way. Tali shows how clever we were. Are how we are. Love it. Speaking speaking of looking forward, we are not here next week. Is that right? We're all the way. Yeah, I think we're just going to take an annual leave off because you know it what? Is- we don't have to answer to anybody. We decide <laughs> yeah. the rules, and we've decided we're going to take a week off. Well, I tell you what's always happened. Like you know how like some women's like cycles get into in sync with each other when they all live together we've yeah. somehow all booked a holiday next week without even well, comparing I'm, I'm, with it's other. not a holiday for me but yeah you two on holiday well kind I'm, of we're gonna 
Where are you, Satch? I'm in Italy. You're DJing? Working, yes. Yeah, but that's a holiday. That's a jolly. It's not, it's not, it's not a holiday. It Same thing. It's Same really thing. not a holiday. Kids, Same. you're away as well, aren't you? Yeah, I'm away with the fam in Marrakesh. It's a holiday. Oh, don't yeah, one of them me. ones. With don't all the boys. Yeah, with no, all the boys in Marrakesh. No, no, don't <laughs> yeah. contact me. I'm not available. It's out of office. No, oh, oh, oh. What, look out for those pictures, not with OOO all over the Instagram. No, exactly. And, and I'm in Turkey with the family and my mum and dad and aunts and wow. uncles and things like that. So enjoy. So we're just going to take it's our first proper week off yep. ever. We've all yes. put our podcast out. So in three years, three and a half years, whatever it's been, uh, this Having is our first one. So I think we're allowed one. So thank you, boys. Enjoy your week off. And uh, Tahina and Varsha will open up those presents when we're together in two weeks' time. Uh, but until then, Enjoy your break, boys. Enjoy sunny Italy. Enjoy Laters, it. have a good one. Enjoy Marrakesh. Laters, boys. Bye, bye, bye. Laters.